It's Tuesday, July 2nd, 2019. Green News Report special coverage. We're here in Miami, which is already experiencing serious flooding on sunny days as a result of sea level rise. Climate change finally gets some airtime in the first 2020 Democratic presidential primary debates. Green News Report special coverage straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Does your plan save Miami? That is the biggest softball a presidential candidate can hope for. I don't care what anyone says. I believe the people of this great city should not drown. (laughs) This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, before we get to your debate coverage, some pretty crazy, insane weather around the globe, including... If I'm right about this, five feet of hail in a Mexican city on Monday? Yes, it was pretty, pretty dramatic. And that's not all. France broke its all-time high temperature record, 115 degrees Fahrenheit, shattered the previous record by three degrees. Other temperature records fell in Germany and Switzerland and Italy. It's hot out there. Well, as usual, nothing to worry about. The Democrats have it all covered, apparently, according to their first presidential debate of the 2020 presidential season. Yes, it was good timing for man-made climate change to finally get some airtime in a presidential debate. Some, not much. No, it only got about 15 minutes total over those two nights at the debates in Miami, so viewers didn't really get any details on how the candidates proposed to address one of the most consequential and complex issues that all future presidents will face. All of the candidates accept the science of climate change and the necessity of climate action but their plans do differ on specifics, speed, and scope. All would rejoin the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement, from which President Trump plans to withdraw. Some used climate change to attack Trump. Here's California Senator Kamala Harris. I don't even call it climate change. It's a climate crisis. It represents an existential threat to us as a species. And the fact that we have a president of the United States who has embraced science fiction over science fact will be to our collective peril. And here's Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. What the president of the United States should do is not deny the reality of climate change, but tell the rest of the world that instead of spending a trillion and a half dollars on weapons of destruction, let us get together for the common enemy. And that is to transform the world's energy system away from fossil fuel to energy efficiency and sustainable energy. Former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper used his time to dismiss the Green New Deal resolution in the House of Representatives that seeks to create jobs by building infrastructure and addressing environmental injustice. Republicans have attacked the Green New Deal as socialism. The bottom line is if we don't clearly define that we are not socialists, the Republicans are going to come at us every way they can and def- and call us socialists. We can't promise every American a government job. We should note that Hickenlooper, as governor of Colorado, was a big supporter of the fossil fuel industry and helped promote fracking around the state. Other candidates mentioned specific policies. Both former Maryland Congressman John Delaney and Mayor Pete Buttigieg of South Bend, Indiana, called for a carbon tax with a dividend that returns all of the revenue directly to households. Here's Buttigieg. We need aggressive and ambitious measures. It's why we need to do a carbon tax and dividend. But I would propose we do it in a way that is rebated out to the American people in a progressive fashion so that most Americans are made more than whole. Former Vice President Joe Biden called for massive investments in research and development and called for building out an electric vehicle charging network. 
I would immediately insist that we, in fact, build 500,000 recharging stations throughout the United States of America so that we can go to a full electric vehicle future. Washington State Governor Jay Inslee and Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts both focused on the economic benefits of transitioning away from fossil fuels. Here's Governor Inslee, who has focused his entire presidential campaign on combating climate change. We know that we can put millions of people to work in the clean energy jobs of the future, and then we can do what America always does, lead the world and invent the future and put people at work. Senator Warren focused on exporting U.S. clean energy technology to the world. There's going to be a worldwide need for green technology, ways to clean up the air, ways to clean up the water. There's a $23 trillion market coming for green products. We should be the leaders and the owners, and we should have that 1.2 million manufacturing jobs here in America. Well, I'll tell you, that sounded... As much not like a Republican debate as pretty much anything I've ever heard. <laughs> yes, I would agree. Nice to hear them uh, talk about some of these things. They could use a lot more time, however, to talk about their very specific plans that many of them have. Yes, and help the public to understand what they're all talking about. Activist groups have succeeded in pushing the Democratic National Committee to schedule a vote at their next meeting in August about whether they will hold a debate specifically focused on climate change. So that could still happen. Good still. For much more on the debate and all of the stories we couldn't cover because of it, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planetwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Baby, if I could change.